Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. This is Eric. Across from me is Arwen. Last week we talked about the MCU movies and we're ranking them. Last week we did 22 to 11. This week we'll do 10 to 1. Right. Um, first off, never forget, uh, follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. So, what was our number eleven? Or yeah, number eleven. Oh, Doctor Strange. And I, I felt like that was a that's a fair place for it. Yeah. <laughs> She's nodding, people. <laughs> she just stood there and and you can't even see what I'm doing. All right, but now we got now we're going down to the nitty gritty. Right. The top ten. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot of familiar names and a lot of character development, I guess you can call it, right? Okay. Number ten is Black Panther. I really, really enjoyed Black Panther. I did too. But apparently not as much as the other movies that we're going to talk about. I don't know. This movie came out, what, a month before Infinity War? Yes. Um, a year right. after Captain America's Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, where the Black Panther was introduced. Right. So they introduced Black Panther and Spider-Man in Civil War. They both have their own movies at at this point. This one stars Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Denai Guerrera. Her, her last name is hard to say. Guerrera? Guerrera? It's not Guerrera. It's... Yeah. Is G-U-R-I-R-A. Guerrera. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Martin Freeman of the uh, British office. And uh, Letitia Wright. The director directed Creed and Creed 2. I believe they touted an almost exclusive African-American or black cast. Yeah. I really like this movie. I like the setup. Um, I like... Re- What's her name? She's not Riri. What's her name? The sister. She's amazing. I, I want to call her Riri because I want her to be the next Iron Man. <laughs> Shuri. Oh, Shuri. Yeah. So, yeah. Ryan Coogler did a really good job with this movie. Yeah, Michael, it was really good. The story was good. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan um, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Something that he couldn't do in uh, Fantastic Four Stick. Yeah. Uh, or Fant Four Stick is what we like to call it. And then Chadwick Boseman, I don't think I've seen him in anything else, but I guess he's going to be in a lot of things now. Oh, yeah. He's a really good actor. We had Angela Bassett, too. Yeah, Angela Bassett. The red herring was the claw. Yes. Um, I really thought he was going to be more of a bad guy, and he just turned out to not be that big of a deal. No. In the comic books, yeah, he dies, but then he becomes the living embodiment of sound. Really? Yeah. So he's a weird character. That's odd. Martin Freeman, uh, this isn't his first movie. He was in uh, Captain America Civil War as well. People might recognize him as uh, Watson in the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock oh, show. yeah. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep. And uh, he's just a really good actor that has done a lot of things. He was also in... Ali G in the house, I know. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. No, the big one I was going to talk about was the uh, the Hobbit movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Bilbo, right? Yeah, Bilbo. 
in the uh, the Hobbit mm-hmm. trilogy that did not need to be a trilogy. No. So okay, the big bad of this of this whole movie was Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. playing the the step nephew. He w- like he a... was uh he was their cousin. Okay, I thought he was a nephew. He was the nephew of like Angela Bassett's character. Yeah, and they end it like they show Wakanda as being like this super high tech place mm-hmm. um, because of the vibranium that uh, just happened to be below their feet when uh, when they were just hunter gatherers. Right. The Black Panther is a god mm-hmm. of some sort, and uh, you drink from this flower. And you become the Black Panther. And then apparently they can take that power away. I don't know how they're going to maybe grow more plants eventually. Because yeah, because it looked like they most of them was destroyed except for yeah. like one. Spoilers, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, it's on Netflix, I think. I think um, all of them are right now. And they were trending very high after the last Avengers movie I'm came out. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, that was a, that's number 10. Um, and I think it's in a good spot. Number nine is Ant-Man. I like Ant-Man. Um, it was fun. Same director that directed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh, Corey Stoll uh, plays Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was in uh, that Kevin Spacey drama, the uh, White House drama. Oh, House of Cards. Oh, House of Cards. Yeah. So, yeah, he played one of the stoolies and house of cards oh that's right the bald guy yeah yeah much better action in this movie than i thought Mm -hmm. that they had in the second movie this one didn't rely so much on the comedy uh, as the second one did um michael pena blows it out of the water he was great yeah he's amazing in this paul rudd does his paul ruddiest stuff yeah he's just paul rudd evangeline lily they introduce her. She's Hope Van Dyne, the daughter of Michael Douglas and Janet Van Dyne. <laughs> and so, th- there you go. It's, it's a good plot. I loved the yellow jacket. Um, I loved how they were on this in this fight on a on a Thomas the Train engine uh, <laughs> a little track. Yeah. And what they're doing it looks gigantic, but what's really going on is like. Things are just moving and it just like tips yeah. over. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. I-, I think this movie set a precedent with the narration by a side character. Yeah. And it was so fun because of that. Right. And are we far enough out that we can talk some spoilers about the latest Avengers movie? I think so. Okay. I wish during the the time heist yeah. that they had had a Michael Pena moment. Right. That would have been fun. It would have brought They didn't even show if he had been it. snapped out. No. Uh, they, we just don't know anything, we don't about, know anything him about him. Or his uh, Russian friends. Yes. Um, you know. So, yeah, they could have been snapped out of existence. You don't know. They're back now, though. Yeah, well, at the end of well, the time heist. years, but, you know. Yeah. It still would have been fun. It would have been. Let's talk real quick about... Uh, the new Spider-Man trailer. Oh. While we're talking about all this. Yeah. They spoil the end of Endgame a little bit. Yes. Um, they and, absolutely do. And spoilers. 
in this. Everywhere. So if you yeah. don't want to hear spoilers about Endgame, wait a week. Uh, it's been three weeks. <laughs> I mean, we can't hold it off. Everybody's any seen it. Um, it's beaten Avatar and Titanic. So a twelve billion people have seen this movie now. Yeah. So if you haven't seen this movie, you've obviously heard the spoilers. The whole Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, I was wondering how they were going to do it. Because Peter's friends are there. Yes. And it's supposedly five years later. Yes. Some of them should have graduated. None of them graduated. They were all snapped out of existence. And uh, it's the timeline that Endgame uh, moves us forward. So it's 2023 Mm -hmm. in this. They also talk about the multiverse. Yeah. They they do tributes to Iron Man. Um, they're trying to figure out who might be the next Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. And I'm really locked into seeing this movie now. Just because of the idea of a multiverse. So Well, I like that they're bringing in Mysterio. Yeah. And he, you mentioned the other day that he kind of reminded you of a Doctor Strange character. Well, yeah, he uses the same sort of magic. Yeah. There's the same, similar magical glyphs that uh, glow around his hands uh-huh. when he's doing his magic. So he's probably doing real magic. But Mysterio in the comic books uh, uses hypnotism and illusion. Mm-hmm. This Mysterio might be an actual sorcerer. That would be kind of cool. It would be cool. Did you see that they uh, announced the release dates for like... The Phase 4 movies, but no. they didn't... Yeah, they released the dates up through, like, 2022. But no names. But no names next to anything. No, so it's like, why give us this information? Well, I know we're getting a Black <laughs> Widow movie, and it's going to be a prequel, obviously. So we're going to get something too like late. that. No. I no. think it's too little too late. Um, Unless I, they introduce I, a new Black Widow during this. They should. I mean, it was a program in Russia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they should. Yeah, she's a super spy. Maybe Jessica Drew. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, Spider-Woman would be a great Black Widow. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah. We, <laughs> that was we just a little bit of, a, of, of an aside there. Um, so number nine is Ant-Man. Number eight, I debated where to put this one. <laughs> um, because it is probably the most important movie in the entire MCU. It's Iron Man, isn't it? It's Iron Man. Uh, 2008, PG-13, two hours, six minutes, when we saw that they were making an Iron Man movie. Now, they had already made a couple Spider-Man movies. Um, Spider-Man 3 had come out and was a dud. Yeah. I was not interested in that. The two Fantastic Four movies were terrible. Oh, they were so bad. I was not interested in that. I didn't even watch the second one. Oh, really? Well... No, wait. I watched I watched the ones with Jessica Alba in them. Yeah, those are the But two. I never watched the the newer ones that they did. There's only one new one. I without thought they them. did too. No. That that fan four stick like was terrible. I thought there was two of those. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, X Men The Last Stand had come out. Uh huh. So I wasn't really hyped for another superhero movie and when they said it was going to be iron man i was like oh so it's like sort of a-list but not really it's just you know it's not spider-man it's not uh the incredible hulk it's not captain america Uh, right so what could they possibly do in this movie that makes me interested in a superhero film well when i heard robert downey jr was involved 
I was on board. Well, yeah, that was good casting. Um, in the Ultimate comic line yeah. for Ultimate Marvel, um, the artist made Tony Stark look like Robert Downey Jr. That makes sense. Robert Downey Jr. is sort of Tony Stark anyway. Yeah. Just not the super genius. Right. He's got um, the playboy attitude. Also, they made Nick Fury a bald black man. Um, I thought that, that was looked a just bold like Samuel choice. L. Jackson. Yeah. I don't think if it was for the Ultimate Universe that these movies would have been made. That's possible. But yeah, John Favreau uh, directed this movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Terrence Howard, and Jeff Bridges played the bad guy. Is this the movie that started the um, the tradition of having a, an extra scene after the credits? Yeah. And because no, none of the other movies did this. No, not really. Not that I can think of. Like, in, not just superhero movies, but in general, movies did not well, do this. Well, there were movies that did it. I mean, not he, very often. the Masters of the Universe movie did it. There's several okay, other movies that did it. Okay, that's comic booky. Ferris Bueller did do it. Yeah. So, but I mean, not there, very many did. There were a few. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't like, oh, you have to stay till the end. You have to sit through a half hour of <laughs> just reading names. I like it when they make it fun. Yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume the two. 2. Yeah. They made it fun. Yeah, with all the dancing and yeah. stuff. And yeah, that was good. But yeah, this one had an end credit scene and I didn't know about that. Yeah, because we were so mad. <laughs> why would I watch the internet at that time, you know? <laughs> and so like I go home and somebody somebody texts me or something and they say, Hey, did you see Iron Man? And I'm like, Yeah. He goes How'd you like the part where Nick Fury showed up at the end? I go, well, what the hell are you talking about? Because <laughs> it ended with him going, I am Iron Man. Right. And the press going crazy. Mm -hmm. We didn't see, after the credits, he walks into his office and you hear Samuel L. Jackson go, so, you're Iron Man. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what? I should have known this because... Uh, Colson was in this movie mm -hmm. uh, as a S.H.I.E.L.D. liaison. Right. So it was kind of uh, being set up at that point. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure. It sets up, you know, what we're going to see in the future of Marvel movies. This was the first one. And that's important. It, w it was the most important movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it was a cornerstone. But it's not the best one. It is really good, though. It is. It is. It was a surprisingly good movie. It is better than its two sequels. Superior. Yeah. It's better than, you know, even I think the Avengers. Yeah. But I think I, I put the Avengers down on the list a little further. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, number eight. Number seven was my favorite movie of the year. Okay. Of what year? Of uh, 2014. Oh. I read the the Captain America comics. Uh-huh. And I had read the whole entire saga of the Winter Soldier. Oh. And when they said that Bucky's coming back as the Winter Soldier, I was like, ooh. And in the comic books, Bucky Barnes was a sidekick. Mm -hmm. Like a child sidekick. He's Robin. Yeah, and uh, when Stan Lee got the rights to start writing for Captain America comics, 
he didn't like the idea of Bucky Barnes. Mm -hmm. So he just did a lot of terrible stuff to Bucky. Oh. And he didn't like sidekicks. He didn't like Robin. He didn't like Toro. He didn't like, you know, Speedy. DC had a lot of uh, sidekicks. Like right. every superhero had a sidekick at one point. So Bucky was this kid. So in the first Captain America, the first Avenger movie, he was an adult. Bucky was the adult? Yeah. Okay. And, and it kind of confused me at first. I'm like, oh, that gets rid of part of a weird dynamic anyway. Right. Kid sidekicks are just dumb. Unless there's like a familial relationship. Yeah. You know. I mean, in the in the comics, I like Damian Wayne uh-huh. as as Robin right now. He's he holds his own. But Dick Grayson didn't make sense. He was just there. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Drake was okay. I mean, DC tries to keep up with traditions, and even if they're outdated traditions, they don't seem to give a crap. Well, I think what. DC tries to do is, and I just could be me projecting this, is like they have the Justice League. Yeah. And as their responsibilities to the world, they see these younger people with superpowers and they take them under their wing to try and raise them to be adult superheroes. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Kingdom Come really was was a book that uh, kind of threw out those ideas. Mm -hmm. That was a good one, too. It was kind of like a commentary on where comics have come from where they used to be. Mm-hmm. So old guard versus new guard, things like that. Um, but that wasn't the case. The Winter Soldier, Bucky gets his arm cut off. He falls into a frozen river or lake or ocean. Gets picked up by the Russians. Gets uh, revived. Given a metal arm, which they have that technology in that time you know that's just a weird thing to have is bionic technology in a in a world that just figured out iron man right okay <laughs> so we got a little you know suspension of disbelief right there but uh he's a bad dude he gets brainwashed every time he does an assassination mission gets brainwashed puts back into uh stasis so he still looks like bucky barnes but he has no idea who he is right and uh, it's Captain America's best friend. Yeah. So, and, and it's someone who can he can relate to because mm-hmm. they grew up in the same neighborhood and they they knew the same people. Except he wants to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, we actually have to see the same actor in the very first Captain America movie. Yeah, he was Bucky. Right. So it was nice to see him follow oh, in, in, in the, the modern... second movie as well. Yeah. And he, he, he kind of, I don't think he got his redemption in the second movie. No, he, uh, he did a little bit. A little? But, like towards the very, very yeah. end. But the third movie really hit it home with Yeah. Him. Um, this was directed by the Russo brothers. And, uh, they're most famous for directing episodes of Arrested Development okay. and Community. Mm-hmm. But they have become the architects of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because uh, they weren't in our 22 to 11, but every one of their movies are in my top 10. Okay. It shows that they're really fans of the material. Absolutely. Chris Evans, 
Samuel L. Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, and uh, Anthony Mackie plays um, another pivotal character in the Captain America comics. Now, that's Sam Wilson, the, the, the Falcon. When, when I was reading the comic books, it was, it was written by a guy named Ed Brubaker. Okay. In the early to middle 2000s, mm-hmm. when the Winter Soldier saga started. And uh, Captain America had become this ensemble cast. So you had Sharon Carter, um, the granddaughter of Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. and also a, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. You had Sam Wilson and his pet falcon, because he, he has a pet falcon that he has a psychic link to. Interesting. Yeah. Then so you he had, really does have a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had, you know, Captain America and then... Uh, I'm leaving somebody out. I just know it. It doesn't matter. There's always this espionage thing going on. Uh-huh. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of secret stuff that uh, he couldn't do with the Avengers. And his solo stuff was really good. I wish it was this good now. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Speaking on the Falcon, when he was originally created for the comics, he yeah. was an African-American, right? Yeah. Was that, that was considered controversial at that time, right? Um, was he one of the first well, it was the 60s. African-American heroes no. in comics? No. No, no I think that, that uh, would be uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage was first. I think. But, you know, Sam Wilson came from, like, traditional comics from the 40s, too. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think he was part of the timely comics as as Captain America and the Human Torch were, but I do believe that he came from that spirit, mm-hmm. and he wasn't introduced until like the late sixties. Okay. And yeah, the, the civil rights movement did their thing, but these were kids reading these books, mm-hmm. and when I was a kid, I didn't care if the person was black, white, right, anything. I just liked if it told a good story, mm-hmm. I'd read it. You got a lot of people now. There's some douchebag on YouTube that uh, all he does is is uh, promote his whatever agenda against black people, gay people, and uh, and uh, 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 people of color. Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. you know, things Just in like general, that. Yeah, and he hates Marvel because Marvel has black heroes. They have Muslim heroes. They have you know Indian heroes and yeah. Native American heroes and gay heroes mm-hmm. now and you know things like that and and this guy his head's going to freaking explode one day wow because he's so angry at it and i'm like stop reading comics if it's making you that mad stop reading comics you're not going to change the world with your hate and crazy friggin' stuff you say that's interesting because i've always seen marvel is trying to teach social justice or at least how how to love thy neighbor right yeah yeah they've always been a forward thinking mm-hmm. company even if some of their writers and uh artists were not forward thinking people mm-hmm. um so there you go with that that's my soapbox of the afternoon <laughs> um we're gonna get down to number six uh-huh number six was my other favorite movie of the year of 2014 <laughs> now, i had a friend that was like there's no way this movie is going to be any good. And I'm like, why? She goes, a sentient tree 
and a talking raccoon. Oh, that I makes remember that. No sense. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And it was called Guardians of the Galaxy. And the only thing I knew about Guardians of the Galaxy was back in the middle to late 90s, I read a book called Guardians of the Galaxy. It was this group of future Avengers. They were from the year 3000. One guy was a psychic, not a psychic, a telekinetic named uh, Lance Astrovic. <laughs> Very original. Um, he also has this suit made of, I forget what it's made of. I want to say adamantium, but that makes no sense. Um, but he has a suit that if it got torn, his body would start to decompose. So he'd always have to keep his, his suit on. Oh, wow. Um, but he also carried Captain America's shield. Well, that's weird. Um, it's because Captain America died. Well, yeah. And uh, they did a quest for the shield. They found the shield. And it became a rallying point for the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Avengers of Outer Space. Mm-hmm. There was a guy named Charlie 27. He was a big old guy. He was from uh, planet, I uh, think, Jupiter. And uh, he was all like like the thing, just real strong. Um, there was Yondu. He was from Al- Alpha Centauri. He's not the same Yondu from this movie. Okay. Um, this Yondu is somebody different. And they kind of retconned him into the current iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's some sort of like great, 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 great grandfather. Oh, that's funny. Of the Yondu from the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like Nikki, I think her name was. She had flaming hair and she was good with pistols. But they were the original Guardians of the Galaxy and I loved them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Well, who are these other Guardians? So <laughs> I went and, like, I subscribed to Marvel Unlimited around this point, And I started reading the current iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, wait, Groot was a bad guy. Really? Yeah. Groot was a bad guy. He was this living tree. And he did say more than, I am Groot. Okay. Um, And they've since, in the comics, made him speak sentences yeah you had mentioned that recently so they were like cursed or something yeah so yeah it's a great uh comic series Mm -hmm. they did it kind of like uh uh like a reality show where they'd have like confessional time and they'd like use that to talk to us oh and be like yeah i didn't like the way that star lord looked at me so i had to punch him in the nose (laughs) and you know things like that they also had cosmo uh, this dog that got lost in space uh, from a Russian cosmonaut mission, um, and he just can talk now. That's hilarious. So, he... so this particular movie, yeah, I remember sitting down and smiling almost the entire movie. It's a great movie. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was different than any of the other Marvel this, movies. This movie will shatter your soul in the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. And then build on that. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about this movie was the dance-off scene. Like, no, I that, didn't like the fit. dance-off. It was fun. It was fun, but it was it was felt misplaced. Yeah. But everything else was great. This movie does, uh, does a good job also in telling us a lot more about the infinity stones than we were speculating. Right. They showed celestials. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed uh, the collector. The collector was a really interesting in, in uh, the, in, uh, piece to see. In the comics, there's the collector, the the gardener, the uh, the champion, the grandmaster, 
and then there's a couple others. Um, and they were all like these original beings of their race. And they just become whatever they say they are. So the Grandmaster is great at games. And the Collector is great at collecting stuff. And the Champion is great at beating people up. Mm -hmm. And the Gardener just makes beautiful gardens. <laughs> okay? So... <laughs> They got all those, um, but they, they I was I was happy that I saw the collector. And we saw the collector in Thor the Dark World in the end credits yes. scene. Benicio and, del Toro played him, yeah, right? Yeah, and we also got a little bit more Thanos in this movie in the first well, yeah, Drax the Destroyer, pretty interesting guy. Uh, uh, Gamora, spot on good. Um, Nebula was... I. I'm not a big Karen Gillan fan. She did really good. But I really like Nebula. Um, Chris Pratt, the guy he from, you know, Parks and Recreation. Chris Pratt, he's in this movie and he's good. I mean. And he buffed up. He did. He buffed up a lot. Yeah. It, it was nice. But I, I really enjoyed this movie. James Gunn directed this movie. Um, two hours and one minute long. This and Guardians 2 happen, like, within three weeks of each other. Oh, is it that soon? Yeah, it's really oh, quick. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. That's why it's Baby Groot in the second movie. Uh -huh. But by the time they get to, you know, Infinity War, he's a, yeah, he's a teenage Groot. It, it was weird. Vin Diesel is a weird choice, I guess, for Groot. He, he does sound wooden, I guess. He's got he's a weird voice he he's done voice work before too. yeah he, so. he got to start uh doing voice acting with uh the iron giant yeah dave batista i never thought he would be a good actor and uh i saw one other movie with him in it called the man with the iron fists or something like mm -hmm. that and it was some kind of quasi kung fu movie i liked oh, it yeah i forgot about that michael rooker never disappoints yeah, I love Michael Rooker. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, he he can be so serious. Yeah. And then be funny. And then Ronan the Accuser um, did a really good job yeah. being Ronan the Accuser. I wish they hadn't killed him off. I thought that was a premature move, too. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, the career just elite as buttholes. <laughs> um, they're not as bad as she are. Um, but they are bad. That's someone we haven't seen at all yet. Well, that's because they're owned by Fox. Oh. Or they were. Now they're not. So we may see the Shi'ar soon. It would be interesting if they scrapped this Dark Phoenix movie and start building on the X-Men mythos. They could do a lot better with X-Men. Yeah. And that's that's really who the Shi'ar dealt with anyway was the X-Men. Right. So, all right, let's uh, move on to number five. And Arwen, who's my favorite superhero of all time? Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> and I put him right here at number five. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. I didn't write down the director. I'm a dope. Two hours and 13 minutes uh, made in 2017. Cannot wait for the new one that come out next month, I think. It's soon. Uh, that or June or whatever, July. So I really want to see that. Um, Tom Holland, probably my favorite Spider-Man now. Um, Michael Keaton. John Watts was the director. John Watts. What else has John Watts directed? So he directed Homecoming and Far From Home. Yeah. 
Cop car. Clown. Clown. So it sounds like he's more of an indie guy. A lot of onion stuff, it looks like. Okay, so and yeah, he's, he's done he's done some music videos. Okay, yeah. So he was small potatoes. This is why why I like the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. They take a small potatoes guy, yeah, like a Taika Waititi, uh huh, and they go, "Hey, how would you like to direct the next blockbuster?" And they're like, "Sure, mate." <laughs> you know, right? And they and they do it, and they do a good damn job. Once again, you have to be a fan of the material. Fan of the material and just able to think big and be creative. Cre- creativity is a big part. Yeah. Um, a lot of these uh, movies, they do deviate from the source material, sometimes harshly, mm-hmm. as far as Ego the Living Planet goes. Right. Um, but they keep the attitude and the feel of a Marvel Universe, of a connected universe. So, I like that. Spider-Man Homecoming was a big surprise for me. It was really good. Um, it was nice that Aunt May wasn't old. Yeah. Aunt May should be a hot Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Who also says a curse word here or there. Yeah. Yeah. They're not afraid to uh, say the words. Um, well, I liked how at the end, they just get that first... What the... Yeah. 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 You know, they didn't have to say it, but and, you knew that's what she said. <laughs> right. And you know that she's not angry, I don't think. I think she's just like, why didn't you tell exactly. me? Exactly. That kind of deal. Exactly. Um, you don't get any kind of confirmation on that in uh, in Infinity War because she's not in Infinity War. No, but we did see her in uh, the last Avengers movie. She was there with Peter at the, at the, funeral. the funeral. Yeah. Um, but then we get glimpses from the commercials that it seems like she's she's okay with this. Yeah. Or at least she's gonna be there. Well, she's she looks like he she's his uh, stage mom or something yeah. like that. So I like that idea. Um, Tom Holland, I guess. I, I, like I said, he's my favorite Spider-Man. Um, my least favorite Spider-Man in the modern era because you can't really count the early 80s and 70s stuff is toby Maguire. i think that he was just a bad choice from the beginning and i was not happy with him as right. a choice um he has a wormy voice he's not good looking um wow just kick him while he's down okay he's he okay that, Stop. he was that dude from pleasantville and i hated that movie i just didn't like toby Maguire. the first spider-man movie that toby did was good no, the second Spider-Man movie was good. The one with Doc Oct. Yeah, Doc, the yeah. one with Doctor Octopus. 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 Doctor Octopus. Um, that one was a far superior superhero movie that it had, we had seen to date. It had a better plot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it had a better relationship between was, Mary Jane it was and a Peter. Much. It was a much more satisfying Sam Raimi movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, I I, I, see I just point. wanted him to like not be him. Yeah, yeah. I was really pushing for uh, what's his name from Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, um, and Empire Records. Uh, yeah. Ethan Embry. Yeah, Ethan. I would have loved to see Ethan Embry because Ethan that Embry movie. in two thousand one was still a thinner person, and he looked like Spider. Well, he looked he like was, Peter Parker to me. Yeah, he was kind of the it guy. For yeah. those kind of roles. Yeah. And it was kind of surprising that he wasn't right. Spider-Man. 
and maybe it's because of the, this was a Sony movie and he did mostly a different studio. Maybe he was under contract. I don't know. He just wasn't chosen for this movie and it was yeah. a travesty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Um, other people like they kind of introduce the scorpion, but they don't really call him scorpion. They kind of introduce the shocker, but they don't call him shocker. They, yeah. That was uh Donald Glover. No. No, it wasn't That's Donald. The Prowler. Yeah, wasn't he in this one though? Yeah, he plays Miles Morales' uncle. That's uncle right. Aaron. Yeah. So, um, and he was—he I think was the inspiration for Miles Morales in the first place because of an episode of Community that Michael Bendis watched. Really? Yeah, I really like that. I didn't know how they were going to do the Vulture in a believable way, and they did. Well, Michael Keaton is a good actor, and I will forgive him for duplicity. <laughs> multiplicity multiplicity yes <laughs> i always forget what it is because it's <clears throat> such a crappy movie yeah it's i'll a forgive movie. him for that but he is such a good actor that he really brought life yeah. to the vulture i think a couple months before we saw this movie we watched uh birdman oh and good. i was like this movie's really really good mm-hmm. and then i'm like he's playing another birdman in this yeah. next movie and he was batman What's going on? <laughs> He's got a thing for wings. So, yeah. I would say the casting is weird in this movie as far as the students go. They went a little bit more diverse than yes. they probably should have. Um, Flash Thompson is not a smart person, but he's somehow on their quiz ball team. Yeah. I didn't like that. But that aside, it was a good buddy cop movie for a little while with mm-hmm. him and Iron Man. It was a good Spider-Man friendly neighborhood back down to the, you know, small mm-hmm. neighborhood saving people, finding somebody's bike. Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, stopping a bank robbery. After the events at Civil War, you know, you kind of had to have something small. And that's what they're doing again. They had something huge. Yeah. And now they're going back to small. Yeah. They're going to build on that uh, with uh, Far From Home. So, with Far From Home, I think they should have let some of those kids grow older. Like, especially Flash. Yeah. Because in the comics, Flash becomes a real loser at some point, right? He, uh, yeah, he... That, this in in the have... comics, like, he has a weird convoluted history. He was Parker's bully. Mm-hmm. Then they went to college. Then they kind of became friends. Because that's what bullies do. They just become your friend eventually. Um, You find out that he had a bad home life and he became an alcoholic and he married somebody and uh, they got a divorce. And then when 9-11 happened or something, he goes to Afghanistan and loses his legs. That's right. Um, And then at this point, side stories are going on. And uh, Venom is captured. Yeah. And so they weaponize Venom by putting him on a soldier for 48 hours. And then that soldier becomes Agent Venom. And they just do missions. So they did that for a while. And then somehow he got hooked up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Became Venom Space Knight. super convoluted. Loses uh, Loses his Venom costume when he comes back to Earth to a guy named Lee. Who's a criminal... Which really messed up Venom again, uh-huh. like making him evil a little bit. Flash wants to get him back. Um, can't. He becomes Agent Anti Venom 
uh, a white costume guy that can take away superpowers because oh he's fixing you. He's a healer. <laughs> uh, and then uh, in a fight with Carnage, who had bonded with Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, becoming the Red Goblin, uh, he, oh my was, he was killed. So Flash Thompson is dead in the Marvel Universe at this point. Well, <laughs> I think that that they may have missed a opportunity for future, you yeah. know, to kind of he could he could have been a sad sack who was like, oh my gosh, all my friends are yeah. back, you know, and you know that yeah, that would have made a better storyline in the future instead mm-hmm. of having all of the the core group disappear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we haven't seen they had the movie. to do something. It, it it could be that you know. That now that their friends are back, they come back to graduate because they just left school. Who Maybe. knows? I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I don't. We know. haven't seen it yet. Um, it was good to see Robert Downey Jr. in this movie and Marissa Tomei. <laughs> the the relationship between Spider Man and Happy Hogan makes me happy. Yeah, it was fun. It's very fun. The final fight was great, and and like even the end credit scene was real sinister. So I really liked. Mm-hmm. I like the whole movie. It's really good. All right, we are down to our final four. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Number four is Thor Ragnarok. We didn't get to see this in the theater, but when we we finally bought the Blu-ray, I think I watched it five times. It was so good. Taika Waititi uh, did a movie called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. It's a movie made in New Zealand. Jermaine Clement helped make this movie happen um it's a documentary style movie about a coven of vampires or whatever you call in new them. zealand in new zealand it's so funny and uh the werewolves are my favorite part of the movie because <laughs> they call it they're like we're wolves we're wolves <laughs> and so like the next movie was going to be called we're wolves <laughs> and uh they just haven't gotten around to making that movie yet but, but FX has a show. Yeah, now. FX's show "What We Do in the Shadows" is highly recommended, and I'm sure it'll be on like Hulu or something eventually. Oh, sure. But it is like one of the funniest shows on TV. Um, there's this dude in it, and I never remember his name, but he's from the IT crowd. He plays the oh, boss. Oh yeah, that guy. And he's just so over the top mm-hmm. every single time he's on screen. I'm like. <sighs> I love this show. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Back to um, Thor. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> what is that? Kate Blanchett. And I even forget that she's in this movie. I do, too. Because she's in the first part of this movie and then the end of this movie. Yeah. Because there's this whole middle part on Trash World uh, with the Hulk and the Grandmaster and Korg and Meep mm-hmm. that you're just like, oh, this is so fun. I will say, I think that Thor Ragnarok might be my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, it's it's up there. The music choice. Yeah. The Led Zeppelin song, uh, uh, the immigrant song, mm-hmm. happens to be one of my favorite songs. And so when they're playing it during these battle scenes, yeah, I'm like, this is heaven. Yeah. And if it wasn't for uh, Jack Black and the School of Rock, we would never have gotten that song choice. Why? Because Led Zeppelin refused to do it. For so many years. Really? To lend out their songs to movies. School of Rock, first movie to have a Led Zeppelin song. Really? Performed by Led Zeppelin. I did not know that. Yes. So, anyway. 
Uh, Tessa Thompson. She was really good. I have never seen somebody so hot in a movie. <laughs> I mean, she's I don't just think that's true. smoking beautiful hot. <laughs> she's in Westworld as well. Yes. I saw her recently in uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh. Um, she plays a girlfriend. And uh, by the way, weird movie. Weird movie. It's like set in like an alternate timeline of our Earth. I mean, it just makes no sense. The whole movie makes no sense. Mark Ruffalo never becomes Bruce Banner in this movie. No, and I really liked how they portrayed the Hulk in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's one of the first movies that I was like, I really like the Hulk now. Yeah, you feel bad for him when he's mad and he's raging a little bit, and then he's just like, ah, oh, screw it, and he, he just sits down and pouts. He I'm reminds like, me of the a Hulk toddler. The Hulk never have done that. <laughs> yeah. And, and like I said, this is why we don't need an Incredible Hulk movie, mm-hmm. is because we got several movies with the Hulk in it now. Yeah. And we have seen his progression through the entirety of the Marvel Universe become from, you know, Raging Hulk monster to this gladiator guy that's kind of funny, but still kind of brutish, mm-hmm. uh, all the way down to when he becomes, we'll, we'll call him Professor Hulk. Yeah. So. We haven't gotten a gray Hulk yet. No, no. I don't think I mean, we should. A Mr. Fix-It would be fun, though. <laughs> it would be fun. I really like Jeff Goldblum in this movie. He's just a um, fun character. He's weird. My favorite scene in the movie is right when, like, Hemsworth is sitting in that chair, and they're moving, <laughs> and they're playing, I think, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, kind of song. Uh-huh. You know, come with me and yeah. you'll see that song. And then he just starts screaming. He's like, ah! <laughs> and then everything around him, he's just sitting in a chair, some dude in a chair. So I think that was one of my favorite scenes. Another one is the uh, the one where they're in the chase scene. Uh, with the... the when they're trying to get away? Yeah. Yeah. And they're hopping from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Blanchett shattering Mjolnir. Pretty cool. Crazy. I don't know how old Kate Blanchett is. I know she's older than me. Yeah. She's just hot. Yeah, she's just a sexy woman. Yeah. What else? Doctor Strange was in this movie for no reason. Right there at the beginning. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who else was in this movie for no reason? We got to see uh, this building that had Ares's uh, sculpture and a Beta Ray Bill sculpture. So that oh, was cool. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of neat nods to the Marvel Universe that we haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. which I believe they should just expand into this cosmic universe. Like, I think the next phase of movies should happen out in outer space. It might so anyway, that was Thor Ragnarok, probably one of the best movies on this list. Next, we have Avengers Infinity War. And which number is this? This is number three. Okay. Directed by the Russo Brothers, um, starring everybody we've mentioned so far. <laughs> so I'm not even going to say no, their names. No, Everybody's in this damn movie. If you need a Rolodex, just, like, Rolodex it out. You'll see all their names. IMDb. Yeah. Kind of brings down the mood from the uh, happiness of the end of Thor Ragnarok. Because this movie happens right after. And then suddenly everybody who was saved is dead. (laughs) Um, They kill Loki. So he's dead. He gets better. 
Nah. <laughs> Bruce Banner, uh, Hulk won't come out. I thought that was a really good character development. It was. Captain America was not Captain America. He was basically nomad. Yeah. Him and uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye is under house arrest. Yeah, Hawkeye and Ant-Man <clears throat> were under house arrest in this one. Yeah. Because we didn't get to see them at all in this uh-uh. movie. There's which... like a throwaway mention of uh. them and they're like, oh, they're both under house arrest. So yeah. they're not coming in. It's like, oh, okay. So. <laughs> but there's this whole quest to get a new axe or a new uh, Mjolnir made or yeah. hammer. Mm-hmm. So Thor's doing that. That's a separate story. The Guardians of the Galaxy are looking for Thanos Mm -hmm. to allegedly kill him, I guess, to stop him from finding the Soul Stone. Thanos kidnaps Gamora. Thanos is just all throughout this movie. Um, We get to see his children, and I'm putting that in quotes, uh, Proxima Midnight, all their other villains, Corvus Glaive. Yeah, they are probably the worst part of this movie because there's no character development for them no, whatsoever. No. They're just beefy, weird-looking guys. They spent all this time developing the character of the two daughters. Yeah. Not really mentioning too much about the other siblings, and I think that they missed an opportunity to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the one dude that's like, bask in the glory of Thanos. <laughs> You're going to be murdered today. Yeah. All in his his honor and <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy is really buying into this. Uh-huh. Peter Parker returns. He gets the Iron Spider suit Yeah. in this. Him and Tony start just, and uh, Doctor Strange, they all get just stuck in this spaceship heading towards Titan. The, the whole entire... Avengers group is just split, splintered, yeah. split up. And their stories are pretty diverse. Yeah. There's a quest to save uh, Vision. That doesn't work out for him. No. I was always curious at how much they saved a Vision, which I think we'll find out Yeah, in one of the upcoming movies. That or the Disney Plus show that they're going to be making. Yeah. I think it's going to be called Wanda and the Vision. No, oh, okay. So... I think they downloaded quite a bit of him. They might have. They might um, have. What What else? Who was in this movie that just was surprising? Oh, uh, that we came back to Wakanda so quickly after we had already just spent time in Wakanda in Black Panther. Because Black Panther came out like a month or two before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And so here we are again. I like that they brought him back to Wakanda because... Not only did they bring him back, they brought everybody from that movie back. No, I know. And and that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed that. Because their community was so tight-knit that everyone was sort of a hero. Yeah. And they were willing to fight not only for Wakanda, but for everyone. Yeah. Um, they even had the guy that lived up in the mountain area, mm-hmm. and, you know... Obviously, that relationship continues to grow. And so when they killed all of these people at the end of this movie, I was very sad. Yeah. And we'll talk about the snap real quick right now. Thanos gets the time gem um, from Doctor Strange, goes to Wakanda right as Vision has the stone destroyed. But because Thanos has a time gem, he's just like, let's just... Hit rewind. Uh-huh. His rewind, then grabs the stone, adds it. Thor shows up in probably one of the most spectacular fashions ever. 
Um, one of my favorite scenes is when Groot looks at Captain America. He goes, I am Groot. And he goes, I am Steve Rogers. I know, it's so funny. So I like that. <laughs> he had no clue. <laughs> no. No, and, and it's interesting to see some of these characters, like, meet each other for the first time. Right. Even though we've spent years with them. And then he makes a snap, and there's no music. There's just that thunder. Which is smart. Yeah. Apparently, the Clint Barton thing that we see at the beginning of Endgame mm-hmm. was supposed to be tacked on at the end of Infinity War. Really? And it wasn't. Why? Do you know? Um, I think because they didn't want to show that yet. They wanted the impact to be there at the beginning of this movie. It was definitely movie. felt at the beginning of the next movie. I knew that all these heroes were going to come back. Yeah. But I still shed a tear when Spider-Man didn't want to go. It was sad. I was shocked when I saw it happen to Bucky. Yeah. I was shocked when it was Groot. When it was to, to I can never T'Challa. say his name, T'Challa, yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, he just had a movie. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they just, they literally just killed everybody that we've been watching. Star-Lord's gone, Gamora. So, I mean, well, Gamora so died in the movie anyways. You, you've you joked before. You're like, oh, he, he's the good guy, you know, because he's trying to save everybody. But when he makes the snap... He should have, you know, taken away whatever vehicles they were in because all he did was cause destruction and chaos. Plane crashes. Yeah. It's like you didn't help anybody. You just made everything worse. (sighs) But like a thousandfold. Eh. Who cares? If I was living in that world, I would have cared. To totally annihilate half of the population of the universe. And we're talking not just people. We're talking birds. Mm -hmm. Insects fish and you know animals whatever maybe some trees mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. and they even say in endgame you know the world isn't that bad i mean the air is cleaner the water is cleaner i mean kind of helped you know thanos did nothing wrong right no all right what else and i think that thanos in his own mind he's the hero of this in movie. his mind yes that's what because most psychopaths did think exactly too. what he was going to do uh-huh and he did it well. Yeah, I agree to disagree. All right. I will say, though, towards the the Endgame movie, them choosing to keep everything that happened in the past five years mm-hmm. the same was one of the most selfish things ever, just so Tony could keep his kid alive. That's the only reason he did it. No. Yes, it is. Because no, how many people... Explain, in the yeah. movie, they explain that you cannot change your timeline. Whatever's happened I has happened. No, but still, it's suspension of disbelief. That's why when they kill Nebula, Nebula doesn't just disappear. That's Creating true. a paradox. But, you know, how many people committed suicide after all their loved ones yeah. died? I mean, You know, so those people come happened. back. You know, it's just... It's mind-boggling to try yeah. and sit and think well, of all we were the talking real ramifications. Somebody and they're like, they're like, they'd have to get new license plates, you know. They, they'd have to pay five years of back taxes, you know. There's things like no that. way they'd make them pay five years of back just taxes. Dumb just dumb like stuff. I'm just making fun of it, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it just that's the way it is. So that was a number three, Avengers: Infinity War. Number two, uh huh, is directed by the Russo brothers. Oh, just shocker. Yeah, and it is. Uh, Captain America Civil War. 
and it stars all the Avengers. I can't believe you put it It's number two. Captain America Civil War is one of the best ones. Thor Ragnarok is clearly better than Captain America Civil War. Civil War had a great scene when uh, Ant-Man became Giant Man. Yeah. That was the best part. The rest? No. The rest kind of was like... Spider-Man was introduced in this. Well, that too. Black Panther was introduced in this. Yeah, but, you know, Black Panther was, was kind of not the hero in this he was a he, he, was, he was a antagonist in re- of some revenge sort. mode yeah but i don't know i still think thor ragnarok should have been in front of that one it That's told my a opinion. great story with the winter soldier it was an avengers movie that wasn't called the avengers true um well this was the one with uh uh the sokovia uh yeah the event thing yeah because of what had happened in the other Avengers movie. No. It's what happened at the beginning of this, this movie. I thought it was because of the other one with Ultron. Because no, that was a whole different thing and that was added into it because of that. But what happened oh, was okay. Wanda accidentally blows somebody yes, up yes. in a building full of people. Uh-huh. Um, in the original Civil War story, it was a guy named Pyro that uh, went nuclear. And killed everybody Mm -hmm. in a neighborhood. Children, whatever. And so they had to register and blah, blah, blah. I like this movie. It had Baron Zemo in it. Yeah. Um, We got to see that that, uh, Bucky wasn't the only Winter Soldier. True. We also know that Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Was his parents killed in the comics? Or was that just created for this movies? You know, I'm, I'm not really sure. I know that his, his natural mother is alive. She okay. used to be a rock star. And uh, the Starks, I, she had to give up the baby and the Starks adopted him. I didn't know that. Nobody knew that until Brian Bennis wrote that crap a couple years ago. So, oh, it's all retcon. Yeah. Okay. I really don't see him talking about his parents at all in the comics. And I read Iron Man comics, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know anything about his parents, really, other than it's kind of a Bruce Wayne-like situation where he runs the family business. Okay. What else is in this movie? That huge fight Yeah. in the uh, airport. The introduction of Peter Parker. Oh, we get to see the, the underwater prison. Yep. Yep. We get to see that. Um, the raft. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Thunderbolt Ross comes back. A lot, of, a lot of really cool stuff happened in this movie, and I think it's one of the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Mm-hmm. And it really advances the plot of the relationship the Avengers have in Infinity War and in Endgame. Because mm-hmm. Tony and, and Cap, they don't make up until Endgame. Yeah. So yeah, it, it gets a little weird. So that leads us to number one. I really didn't want to put this as number one, but there was nowhere else to put it <laughs> at this point. Um, and that's Avengers Endgame. For 21 movies, we've been building up to this one movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think, other than the Bond films, that I've ever sat and watched 21 movies with the same characters in it. And that's that's what this is. So if you don't want to hear spoilers... Uh, you just turn it off uh, because there's going to be spoilers (laughs) Tony Stark dies oh it was soul crushing all our favorites are back timelines were screwed up 
I believe that every time they did something in a different timeline, it branched off into a new timeline. Like, there's probably, like, this universe where everybody's got cool goatees because of Tony Stark. <laughs> you know, back in the... Uh-huh. Back in the 40s or whatever, 50s. Yeah, every every stone, so at least five. Yeah. And plus then the one that they did where they snapped at, uh, Thanos' crew out. Yeah. You know, so that, that so makes there's six a, or there's seven There's a timeline now. there where uh, Thanos just uh, disappeared from existence. Nobody knows whatever and, happened. And the Chitauri. Yeah. Gamora seems to dead. be still dead. Yeah. A Nebula is dead. Yeah. It was really nice. There was a really touching scene when Tony is dying. Mm-hmm. Peter comes up. Yeah. And then you just see Pepper ever so gently and motherly kind of, you know, ease him out. Right. And, and she's all calm. And she's like, it's okay. You know, and it was like really sad. Yeah. But it was, it was well thought out and written it was and uh that ended uh a 10 year story yeah 10 years of robert downey jr being iron man Mm -hmm. and it's over i like this movie it had a lot it had a lot more storytelling than i thought it was going to it was mostly storytelling um I watched this dummy on YouTube, and I don't know why I watch him. I think just to get <laughs> mad at him, called Emergency Awesome. Uh huh. And usually, when I want to see a trailer, I'll his is usually the first one on there. Yeah. To put the trailer on, but then he spends like 17 minutes trying to break it down, and he gets every single bit of it wrong <laughs> every single time. He has never been right once. Really? Not that I know of. And uh, if you go back and watch his reaction and review of the trailer to Endgame, he's like, oh, this is where they go to the planet and they fight Thanos and then Thanos somehow wins and then they go over here and Thanos is now in his armor and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, oh and then he goes into the soul world and, and he's going to save Gamora. That none of that happened. No. Now, inside the soul gem could be Gamora and the Black Widow mm-hmm. because they both died for the soul gem right and the soul gem usually captures a bit of that person oh that makes sense that's how drax has survived a couple deaths oh really in in the comics um gamora has survived because of that adam warlock especially has survived because of it we got hope that gamora is still alive inside the soul gem maybe that's what guardians of the galaxy volume three is going to find out the search for Gomorrah. Yeah. Maybe they could do... I don't want them to go Infinity again with another gigantic arc like this. No. Um. So in Guardians of the Galaxy, they set up the Adam Warlock mm-hmm. uh, bit. And then they didn't go anywhere with it. So we're we're obviously going to be propelled out for that. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he's probably hatched. I would think so. I would like to see... Something more with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Maria Hill is a great character. Yeah. That we get two seconds of. Right. And it was nice to see her in the Endgame movie come back, you know. And they're like, oh, there's Maria Hill. Yeah. And for Howard two seconds. Duck. You know. So I think I'm predicting that we're going to get to see maybe a S.H.I.E.L.D. movie in the future. It's possible. 
or at least more of the shield in a lot of the movies. Well, at this point, I think, and this is total wild speculation, that uh, Earth needs help. Obviously. And S.H.I.E.L.D. is there to help. Right. So S.H.I.E.L.D. will probably reform Hydraless. That's the whole reason why S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone. Yeah. It's because of the Hydra thing that happened in The Winter Soldier. So I'm hoping that, like, they're doing rebuilding. Yes. Because, you know, when a comic book series does something that kind of alters the course of the status quo, Mm -hmm. they have to figure out how to fix that. Right. So right now they're trying to figure out how to fix that. And it starts with Spider-Man Homecoming. They're going to explain multiverse maybe, although I think that's a red herring. We got an idea that Marvel has now has the rights to make Fantastic Four and X-Men movies. Yes. So could Galactus be the big bad possibly coming? I could see Galactus coming Mm -hmm. at this point. It would have to start with the Silver Surfer. Right. He's he's always the Herald. He's a a confusing character because he was made in the 60s when surfing was cool. And now surfing is just stuff people do on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Mm -hmm. I want more movies, but I also know there's a bubble out there somewhere. Ooh. And that bubble's going to pop one day, uh-huh. and there's going to be, like, nobody wants to see any more superhero movies. Oh, yeah. I thought that would have happened by now, and it hasn't. Much like Saggy Pants. I thought that was a fad, and somehow it, it is still yet. going on. Yeah. You know, Crocs. They're over. Nobody wears Crocs anymore. Not really. So. They'll come back. The Croc bubble burst. <laughs> You know? Everything has a time and place. Yeah. So, I want there to be superhero movies. We don't talk about superhero movies on this much. No. And that's because everybody's seen them. Right. I want to do movies that literally few people have seen. Perhaps movies that aren't really popular. Mm -hmm. There's a couple that I'm thinking of right now. One is The Wicker Man. I haven't seen that one. That's a crap show right there. That that whole movie's <laughs> a crap show. But, you know, we're a movie podcast. We have to do Wicker Man. Okay. Another one is called A Boy and His Dog. I haven't seen that. It's kind of like Mad Max, except it stars Don Johnson, and it's in the future. This is confused face, Arwen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I want to see that. I want to do that one. You know, I want to do The Forbidden Zone. Ugh. Um. And that's going to happen pretty soon. Ugh. Yeah. Do I have to watch it again? Yeah. I, I, I already know what happens. No. You have to refresh in your brain. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. That was us <laughs> ranking from 22 to 1, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Shout out to the Russo brothers. They really have built the Marvel Cinematic Universe into what it is now. Yeah. Civil War and the Avengers movies, they're all just really good. It was really impressive to see that meant that much star power and everybody getting along. Yeah, that was one thing that I was afraid of in the first Avengers film, and I think I mentioned this last time, is that 
people thought that they were what they were going to just be egomaniacs and mm-hmm. people were going to want equal screen time and things like that and um i was like well they're not going to get it because this this movie is going to be an iron man movie mm-hmm. or then this movie will be a thor movie exactly and they did a really great job of being their characters yeah so again with this one we got our core group back mm-hmm. and it was kind of funny in this movie in end game it's like Captain America and uh, Hawkeye and people like that, they're still, like, considered criminals. Yeah. And so, like, they're talking to the holograms and they're like, well, uh, that's all we got with you guys. See you later. Uh-huh. You know, maybe that happened in Infinity War, actually. I can't remember which one. No, the hologram thing. Well, the hologram thing where they were all together was in Endgame. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I think that... The Captain Marvel movie, the next one, um, we're going to see James Rhodes a little bit more in that. That'd be nice. Because he is her love interest in the comics. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And they just brought him back to life, too, in a dumb way. <laughs> I, For all the good Brian Michael Bendis had done with the Marvel Universe, he equally did as bad. Oh. So, his last couple years there... They were just not very creative and not good. Maybe he got burnt out. That or he just wanted to shake things up like he was doing in the Ultimate Universe. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that in the 616. Yeah. All right. So this has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. I'm your host, Eric. Across from me is Arwen. Thanks for listening. You can uh, find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, those are the four big ones, I think, right? Yeah. Look us up on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Look us up on Twitter. We are Fun Time Movies 1. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. Anyway. And share us around if you like us. Yeah, share us around. Tell your friends. And if you don't like us, tell us why. Yeah, why not? We like constructive criticism. Well, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. This has been us. Now you can go watch a movie.